Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. In the late 18th century, William Wilberforce was converted. Almost single-handedly, he broke the shackles of slavery. People there were just totally different. We are looking at the footprint of God over the last 2,000 years. Since the Roman legion destroyed Jerusalem in the year 70 A.D., the Jewish people have a nation of their own. And he said, well, no, Randy, we're not all just faking it. There is a living hope, and his name is Jesus. And I believe that that's really why you're here. Christ died for us. History Makers. Hi, welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with Bunnambir Marika, a beautiful Aboriginal pastor who's going to share a bit of his story. He used to be in the band called Yothu Yindi. A lot of people might have heard their song Treaty over the years. Uh, it's great to welcome into the studio. Mate, tell us a bit about where you were born and raised. Hi, everyone. Hello, Australia. My name is Bunnambir Marika. I'm from a little teeny place called Irkala in Arnhem Land. And uh, I was born and raised there. Praise God. And tell us a bit about your upbringing. Did you have a religious upbringing at all? Um, not really. I, I have a very, very strict upbringing. Uh, I grew up with my parents, Baka Marika and Faye Marika. Um, my grandfather is Yomono Yonopingo, and uh, that's my grandf- grandmother's side, my, da- my mom's dad. And my grandfather and father's side is Taranga Marika, which he was a Christian man. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes. And tell us about how you got into the band Yothu Yindi. Ah, Yothu Yindi. Uh, the word Yothu Yindi means uh, mother and child. Uh-huh. Um, it's always been a mother and child from day one. I was born into Gumach family and vice versa. And we've always... Um, Always been together, except recently, praise God. Um, but I have, yeah, very, very rich heritage within the Gumach family. Mm-hmm. I know you've, you've only been a follower of Jesus for about 10 years. Yes. Uh, tell us how you came to know Jesus. Uh, well, I, um, I was with Yotindi back in the day for a couple of years until I fell in love with um a lady by the name of Vanessa, who is now my wife. We have four, four children. She um, got pregnant with her first child, Jayla, and um, gave birth to our first child, and then I, we decided to marry in 1999. And then from 1999 to 2009, uh, my wife, Vanessa, prayed for me. For ten years, because she grew up in a uh, Christian environment, her her parents is uh, Christians. Her mom was Christian, very very faithful lady, for many many years, and um, yeah, and her dad as well. And um, she prayed for me and loved me into the kingdom of God. Praise God! And tell us a bit about how you got into ministry. How'd you become a pastor? <laughs> well, first and foremost. Jesus said that he chooses us, not us, amen, because he first loved us. And um, so he, he uh, chose me. I gave, I gave my life to Jesus in 2009, and uh, it hasn't been a um, easy road. I've been uh, prosecuted 
uh, in my community by uh, people for my faith because I preach the un- uncompromising word of God one way. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been a very, very hard yaga, hard road, but God is faithful. Amen. He's, he's always made a way for me and for my family through the ups and downs. Praise God. Now, I first met you in Melbourne at the Awakening Conference. You were hanging out with a buddy of mine, Paul McLaughlin, the watermelon farmer from Northern Territory. And uh, Paul said, you've got to meet this guy. You've got to do a history makers with him. So I'm so glad to finally meet up with you. And, and you got a chance to open that conference. Tell us a bit about what you shared when you opened the, uh, the conference at Marvel Stadium with you know tens of thousands of people there. Uh, yeah, that was a um, privilege of uh, standing up for our nation and representing, you know, Christ, that in Christ all of us are one people. Amen? Amen. And um, I was a bit nervous, to be honest. <laughs> Praise God, there was about, I don't know, 50,000 people at that meeting, and um, I was a bit nervous, but God, when I was going up to... Um, up the stairs to um, meet up with Ben Fitzgerald, the Spirit of God just entered me and, and reminded me of Revelation 5, verse 9 and 10, where it talks about that with his blood he has purchased men from every tribe, language, and peoples. Amen? Amen. And the globe. And, and so, yeah, I felt confident. And, uh, yeah, and just started talking and preaching and, and talking about the one new man, that in Christ we, we are one one people. Praise God. And I know that uh, we've had you on the radio in the past talking about your your conference, uh, the, the one new man conference that you've been a part of. Uh, you gather people from all around uh, for this uh, one new man conference. Tell us what's the, what's the heart of this, this conference that you run. The heart of one new man is mainly encouraging people in the body of Christ to reconcile first and foremost back to Christ than to each other. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's the first commandment and the second commandment. And uh, in John 17, Jesus prayed for his disciples. And who's his disciple? It's us. Mm -hmm. You know, so our, our message is that everybody in the body of Christ needs to come back first and foremost to Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. Then to each other. I love that passage where Jesus prayed and said, Lord, I pray that those who believe in me would be one as I and the Father are one. And uh, really that's, that's, the, that's the heart of, uh, of the kingdom of God, that we are one. doesn't matter what color our skin, what tribe, what language, what tongue. You know, that's what heaven's going to be like. Every, everyone's gathered together up there. Yeah. We might as well get together down here, right? Eh? Praise God. <laughs> well, people talk about, you know, our destination is heaven. But actually, our destination is on earth. Amen? Mm-hmm. We, we rule and reign on earth now, mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's better to walk in love and, and reflect the glory of God within us as we walk in love for one another in this nation mm. and in other nations as well. Mm. Amen. And tell us which part of Australia are you based in? I am in a little place called Irkala. 
You see the map there? Yeah, yeah, up, up, up on the map. In, in you the see the Gulf of Carpentaria yeah, there? Yeah. Right on the point. Uh-huh. That's where I am. Okay. And what's the population of your community? Um, we have 13 clans and 13 different dialogue in, in our, our area alone. Plus there's, you know, Arnhem Land is very, very big country. Mm-hmm. Arnhem Land it, in itself is like bigger than Tassie. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. And we have all different languages and, and tribes and peoples living right across Arnhem Land. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I've heard stories of revival in different Aboriginal towns. Uh, I've heard of Arakoon, where there's 1,300 people and 1,100 of them go to church. Mm. I've heard of a town called Mullen in WA, where there was a massive suicide rate, uh, massive truancy, uh, massive uh, you know domestic violence. But uh, they got Christian Radio there, they got God TV in there, and it's changed the whole culture of the town. And a whole bunch of people actually got baptised in an old fridge because they didn't have any water. So they filled up a fridge with water and they baptised them in the fridge. And it's But it's changed the community mm. since they've had Christian media in there uh, reaching them, you know. Are you hearing stories of revival in, in other Aboriginal communities? Yes. Uh, I've heard lots of stories of revival starting up in different parts of out, Outback Australia amongst Indigenous people. Amen? Mm-hmm. And but But I believe... This revival here, what we're going to see, or what we're about to see, is going to be the greatest of all revival. Amen. Amen. But the first things first is that the people of God, the body of Christ, needs to reconcile first and foremost back to Christ. Yeah. Walk as sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the key right there. Yeah. As we walk in authority and power in knowing intimate relationship with Jesus Christ of Nazareth mm. as we walk with him and then, you know, relationship with each other to love one another so that the world will believe that God the Father sent his son to die on the cross yeah. and rose again on the third day. Well, we Praise know God. Psalm 133 says, where there is unity, the Lord commands a blessing. Amen. He that's does. why we need to unite together. Yes. And, and you know, it's like if I could, uh, you know, poke you with a finger, it's not going to do much good. But if I... Got all my fingers together and make a make a fist. I can really make a difference, you know. Yeah. When we're united together, we can pack a punch against the enemy. Amen. And uh, bring the kingdom of light in this in this nation, huh? Yeah. Mm. Praise God. I, I went to a little gathering yesterday and and with my friend Nathan Holland, and um, there was a gathering where we just just enjoyed each other's company and and shared food, and I thought, you know, imagine people doing that. Inviting each other to their houses and breaking bread, mm. amen. Breaking bread and and just sharing food. Yeah, yeah. Like the book of Acts. Yep, that's it. And might just <laughs> imagine the revival that will you know come out from there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, tell us about uh, your daily habits with God's Word. I can see you, you brought your Bible out here, and it's full of uh, fluoro colors. Uh, you've highlighted different you know, scriptures on there. It's so important that we feed ourselves on God's Word every day. Yes. What do you do with your Bible reading habits? I call it Nataluka, which is eating. It's like a food. Amen? Nataluka. Nataluka. <laughs> <laughs> So the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Amen? Yeah, amen. It says that. And for us, you know, it's it's very, very important that we get rooted and, and read our Word every day. 
don't just hear it from someone else, yeah. but read it for yourself Amen. so that you can grow, you know, and, and, and become mature of becoming, you know, in, in the knowledge of the Son of God. Mm. That's what it's all about. Mm. Absolutely. It's God, yeah. And I know that um, there's been a big prayer movement in Australia recently, you know, people praying and fasting, seeking God together. Uh, tell us about uh, what you do in your community for prayer. Do you have prayer meetings regularly? Do you have all-night prayer vigils? You know, what, what do you guys do for prayer in your part of the world? Um, <laughs> mate, we, we, we live it. Yeah. We live it. It's like we do it every day. We, yeah. we go out, we preach the gospel, we share food, we love people, we equip people. It's about disciples making disciples, making disciples, making disciples, making disciples, yeah. and then sending them forth, sending so them good. out so to good. a nation, you know? Uh-huh. And that's, that's what Yolmo for Jesus stands for. Yolmo for Jesus is like, it stands for evangelizing, mm-hmm. equipping, encouraging, and empowering people mm. to move forward in God mm. and in life, generally speaking. You know, and, and the only way we will see revival in this nation is if we come together mm. in Christ as a body of Christ. Praise God. Mm. Amen. And I know you've been traveling around preaching a lot. Uh, tell us what's the main message that you bring when you're invited somewhere to speak? Um, the main message is reconciliation, but this is not external. This is internal. Mm-hmm. In fact, the God the Father was in Christ reconciling all men to himself. There's no color. Mm. Amen. Jesus didn't come to save color. Yeah. He came to save soul. Yeah. Nothing less, nothing more. That's so good, mate. And I know that uh, there's uh, a whole bunch of different Aboriginal pastors uh, that I've chatted to. Uh, Max Conlon at Sherberg, good friend of mine. I've preached for him before. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, a friend uh, at uh, a Casino in New South Wales, uh, uh, Pastor Peter uh, and uh, a lot of different Aboriginal pastors. Is there a connection, like a, a network that you're connected to? I think Max Conlon runs a Aboriginal Christian pastors uh, network. We are we are uh, connected to a Glory City mm-hmm. network. Yep, and um, we work closely with him and other ministries. Imla Indigenous Ministry Link Australia with yep. Carl Mush as well, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, other Indigenous ministries yeah. across Australia. And um, our goal is to to see. One Australia, yeah, under God, Amen, Amen. One covenant, yeah, under one good. covenant, one God, yeah. I mean, there's no other gods, yeah, beside Him. There's only one God, Amen, and His name's Jesus. That is so good. Amen. And before we wrap up, I know that uh, you shared before how you came to Christ ten years ago. Mm. There might be people listening that have never heard the gospel. Would you share with our listeners what is the gospel and how do they respond to it? The gospel is the power of God. Gospel is all about Jesus. And Jesus came and died for you and I. No matter where you are, he died on the cross. He took our sins upon his body so that we can be free. Amen? Mm-hmm. He, he, there was an exchange at the cross. Yeah. There was an exchange. Amen? He, he took our sins and he gave us his righteousness. Mm. The Son of God became Son of Man so that sons and daughters of men will become Son of God, sons and daughters of God. So good. Praise God. Wonderful. Well, it's been such a privilege to catch up with you today, and uh, we pray for revival among the Aboriginal brothers and sisters around Australia, and uh, we're just so excited to hear uh, your story. Uh, It's been a a pleasure to catch up with Banambir Marika. Amen. And, uh, mate, I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Amen. Can I read the Word of God? Yes, sure. close it? Sure. It's in Ephesians 2, verse 14. For him, he himself is our peace, 
who has made the two groups one and has, and has dis- destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two. Mm. So we are one mob. One mob. That's a great one verse. People. Thanks for your time, mate. God bless. Amen. Bless you. Ciao. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. History Makers is a faith-based ministry and we appreciate all of your support. The vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus all over the world. If you've got a suggestion of someone we can interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater, and why don't you go and make history? History Makers. This year is the 50th anniversary for the Bible League. They're celebrating all that God's done in their ministry, and they're praying into all that He's going to do in the next 50 years. Ephesians 3.20 says that God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to His power that's at work within us. To Him be the glory of the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. If you'd like to support the Bible League as they reach the generations to come, go to BibleLeague.com.au. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 